What's up, Bulldog fans? It has been a hot minute. We have all been waiting for this week. Football is back. Vanderbilt is the best team in the country. And I don't have to think about Ole Miss somehow winning a national championship in baseball anymore. The tables have turned. It is football season. It's time to get weird. Matt, are you excited? I am excited, man. Uh, I didn't get to make very many games last year, so I'm excited to hopefully get to a few this weekend or maybe this weekend uh, playing Memphis and uh, we're definitely going to the A&M game, maybe some others if I can swing it. Uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, we returned a lot of our key guys from last year on offense and uh, got some new guys on defense. I'm really excited to see how Will has progressed throughout the year. I mean, he really started uh, – it looked like hitting a stride a little bit you know, down the stretch, uh, last year and hopefully, uh, you know, he's matured a little bit, maybe won't hold on to the ball quite so long. And, uh, I, I'm pumped, man. Uh, I love Mississippi state football. It's going to be a good year, you know, so I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I like what you said about will completely agree. Um, going to kind of throw out the bowl game cause that was just, you know, he didn't have Charles Cross. It was the first game without Charles Cross, and we had all the COVID guys, and it was just I, – I remember texting everybody before the game about an hour and a half before telling everybody to to not bet on State, to bet against State, because I knew how it was about to go when I found out about all the COVID stuff. But, yeah, he was definitely cooking uh, toward the end of the year. Um, you know, I, I know we lost Egg Bowl, but, I mean, he still looked, like, you know, decent uh, up to that point. But, yeah, he, he was definitely improving – um, like, like you said, we return, uh, a lot. We actually return more percentage wise, um, starters than anybody else in the conference. I think, uh, South Carolina may be tied, um, with us on that. Uh, and we have, we got some really good additions, uh, in the portal. Um, really the main questions for us is replacing Charles Cross at left, left tackle. And can we actually get a freaking kicker? Can we get a kicker that can just come in and hit like, the ones that you're supposed to like you have one job yeah uh and i'm not asking you to hit 55 yarders bro just hit, bang the 40s and you know what was what was crazy is like we used to give alabama shit all the time like i remember giving alabama oh, fans shit all the time because of their kicking situation like being number yeah. one in the country number one recruiting class almost every year all this stuff their only weakness yeah and then they always had kickers that could not kick the chair out from under them so like it 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 was hard seeing uh seeing us last year like not be able to kick the I mean we we should have won the Arkansas game if we would have hit you know any of the field goals that we should have made that were very makeable yeah. um, LSU so, as well yeah so it, you know it was it was definitely frustrating so I'm definitely on that train with you is I I am not sure do we have you heard like do we have a new kicker is he good I don't know uh, yeah I, so we got we got a couple transfers and. Take this with a grain of salt because kicking rankings are different uh, than regular. But we got one five-star kicker, uh, and then I think we got a guy from the Pac-12 somewhere, somewhere out west. Anyway, we got two that can boot it. Uh, I think one's name is Mascoli that seems to be the lead guy right now. Um, uh, kicking is a lot is probably 20 or 25% mental. Uh, and, and probably more than that, to be honest. Maybe, maybe. Um, definitely within, yeah, within the forty-five yards, it's it's probably more like forty percent mental. Um, you know, there ten percent is probably the hold, uh, forty percent is mental, and 
probably 50 percent is mechanics yeah so but your mentality will affect your mechanics if you're not if you're not focused and if you're thinking about uh you know your tender date after the game or thinking about mike leach uh gonna gonna beat you off of the bus on the way home if you don't hit the kick and i'll be honest i'll be honest i mean you, mike's tough and he he was real frustrated last year and a lot of people didn't like that he was like quote unquote throwing his kicker under the bus but Man, you like I said, you got one job, and he didn't really say it like that. All he said was, "We're gonna have a kicking tryouts." Yeah. But I mean, he was he wasn't wrong, dude. Like we were, we lost LSU game, we lost Arkansas game, and we lost the Memphis game because of kicks. Yeah. Because we just missed kicks. And it's and, it's like it it's college sports. You're there to try to win, all right. And the coach's job is to put the players in place to be able to do that, to be able to win. And, like, if we have these guys that, you know, are – they have one job is to go out there and kick a ball through some goalposts. You know, not saying that I could, but I'm saying that, you know, that's their one job. So, like, if that guy's failing at it and there's a chance that we can find a better replacement for him, then, you know, we can't have a bunch of fans getting pissed off at the coach because he's trying to make the team better, you know? So, yeah. And and it would be one thing if the, who we had last year were, like, walk-on guys that were, like – you know, ex soccer players, but we had two scholarship kickers, one who was a big time transfer from Arizona State, uh, in Ruiz. And I know he may or may not have had injuries, but like at some point, you got to let them know, like, it, you're not just going to keep your job by going out here and missing kicks. Yeah. Like, I got I to motivate you somehow because if you don't, you know, take the time and the extra time and, and just the focus and mental preparation to hit these, then like, Either A, I'm going for it, like I'm going, you know, if it's fourth and five, I'm probably just going for it if I'm in their territory, or B, I'm just going to, like, pooch punt it. Yeah. Because, you know, that's I'd rather you be on, like, your own five than me miss these field goals automatically and be on the 40. So, I mean, you just got to do something eventually. So hopefully that changes. Um, replacing Charles Cross is, is uh, he's probably the best offensive lineman in school history so i'm not going to act like that's going to be easy i'm not going to act like anybody's going to be as good but what i'm hoping is uh you know dollar bill is moved over there left tackle i'm hoping he's just solid and i hope we improve at right tackle because scott lashley was absolutely awful he's probably the worst right tackle i've seen for state since i've been watching football so hopefully we'll be at like you know, decent at left tackle when we were really good at left tackle last year and be decent at right tackle when we were awful at right tackle last year and it'll kind of average out and, yeah. uh, you know, not be a big, like, mismatch issue because if you remember, they put Sam Williams over Scott Lashley uh, in the Egg Bowl and it, it looked like um, Sam was, you know, playing against high schoolers. I mean, it, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, so that that's my hopes. Those are really my only two concerns um, with the team. I'm excited about the defense. I think they're really deep, and I really like the guys we picked up in the portal. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about defense. I I think Mississippi State excels when we have a good defense, and especially uh, when we have a good defense and an offense that you know in the past two years have they've been very young and very inexperienced, and this year I think. A lot of the guys on offense are have a lot more understanding of how Mike Leach wants to play the game, uh, what their assignments are, what they're doing, and a lot more maturity in that aspect of it. So I'm really hoping that if our defense holds, uh, 
you know, pretty well that our offense can make up some ground where it hasn't in the past two years. Yeah, and you know, you know, Mike's Mike's playbook is not complex. I mean, he he basically is running off a note card, but but the concept of the air raid, especially for the receivers, is a lot harder to grasp than I think people think. It's all about spacing, and uh, you know, when when you're when your receivers have reads rather than, oh, I'm going to go out here and run a post or I'm going to go out here and run a slant. When receivers have reads and there's four of them or five, a lot can happen. Right. A lot can a good can happen, but if they are not all on the same page and they don't read it right, a lot bad can happen. Um, and then you've so, got holding on to the ball too long, getting sacked yes, in the backfield, yes, and yes. stuff breaking down quickly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he needs to throw it away earlier this year, not take so many sacks, um, and he needs to run it a little more. I know he's not, you know, Dak or Joe Burrow even, but I mean, if you got green grass, bro, take it. Like, yeah. I'm never, I'm never gonna yell at a QB for taking eight to ten yards of green grass when it's free. I mean, yeah, you got to at least keep them on their heels. If they don't think you're ever gonna do it, then they're just gonna sit back and and drop eight and, you know. You're, it's really hard to it's really hard to get somebody open when uh, you have four or five receivers and basically eight DBs out there because they know you're not gonna run. Right, and, um, and that's what I think. It, it was kind of hard because like the last year and the year before, or last year especially when I was watching, Will just he he was no threat to run on you, uh, and it looked like even like he'd see like a big open area that he could run. And I'm sitting there yelling at the screen, just like run the ball, get a few yards, you know, get something positive out of this. And he, it just looks like he freezes up and took the sack anyway. So I'm hoping that, you know, an extra year of that, hopefully he's a little bit more decisive in that area. And I'd love to see it. I think he will be. Yeah. And I don't want to say that he's scared, uh, but I think he's just very self-conscious um, knowing that he's not a huge dude. And, uh, you know, honestly, and I can't blame him. I mean, he's probably thinking about his health. Like, you know, I, I can't say that he's done that in a lot of big-time situations because I think if it was the last drive of the game, he, you know, he would put his head down and, and fight for the sticks. But he needs to do it in the middle of the game when it's just free yards. Um, but I, I just think mentally he's like, dude, like I'm not about to go get blown up by Will Anderson from Alabama for a seven-yard gain in the second quarter and uh, like jeopardize my career. I, I get it. Like I yeah. really do. It's not, it's not like uh, oh, uh Schrader. Oh man. He didn't mind. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett was a, a big man and he, he was not scared of anybody. No, he was, he was hauling ass and just, you know, doing his thing and he was fun to watch, but you know, Will was definitely the better quarterback in the end. I just, uh, We'll see how it goes, but I'm excited about this season. I think our offense will be better than last year, and I think that'll that'll really help out a lot of stuff uh, on our our football plan here. Yeah, our receivers are incredibly deep. Like I can't, if you'd have told me five years ago that I would look at a MSU roster and there would be like seven or eight four star receivers on it in five years, I would have called you a liar. Yep, because that that is not his state has been ever. No, ever. We've been a ground and pound run the ball up your mouth and play hard defense team. You know, Dak had like two years of an exception just because he could he could sling it, but he wasn't throwing to anybody that was elite. Fred Ross was his best target, him and Bear. Yeah. Bear played high school basketball, and Fred Ross, like, he was a four-star, but 
he didn't even get drafted. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully we, we break the trend here. Um, but I'm super stoked for the receivers. I, I just – I think it's going to be a kind of receiver by committee this year. I don't think there's going to be like a make I polk like 105 catch guy, but I think there's going to be a bunch of probably one or two 80 catch guys and probably a solid handful of uh, 40 to 50 catch guys. So, uh, Which is good because you keep the other team on their toes because you can just sub in and out every play and you're fresh the entire game. Yeah, what do we have at uh... – uh, I can't remember his name. He, he like played in the slot a lot last year. The white kid. What was his name? Austin Williams. Yeah, Williams. Is he still? With yeah, us? he's back. He yeah, he, he's he's a he's in grad school. He's like twenty nine years old or something. I think he's a sixth year. Well, I don't um, care how old he is. Every time the ball went to Williams, I knew it was a first down. So I'm glad he's back on the th- or you know back this year. That's yeah, that's he's huge. really good at finding the sticks and knocking on wood. He never drops the ball. I mean, he's not flashy. He's not gonna burn you. But if he put if he put the ball in his vicinity, like he's gonna catch it. I don't think he had a drop last year. I really don't. And um, I, yeah, no, I I don't think he did. Uh, like every time the ball was going in his direction, I had faith that he was gonna catch it and find those sticks. So yeah, that's why yeah, I love he's him very very self aware, very uh uh you know as they would say about all the white guys, high football IQ. High, high he's got high high football IQ, hmm. but he's but he's not fast. Yeah. Um. The intangibles, rather. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, him and, and Ra Ra came on. Uh, he'll be healthy. Jaden Wally. Uh, we got we got the guy. We got a transfer from Georgia. Um, we got a transfer from North, Northwestern that was a four-star. Uh, Tulu, he got, he's got to be used a lot. I mean, I I could list off a bunch of people. I, I haven't, Rufus Harvey apparently has popped off in camp. I don't even know who's going to start. I, I mean, Austin's going to start. But um, other than him, I'm not even sure. Apparently, Caleb Ducking's really good now. I, like, I don't even know who they're going to trot out there. And it doesn't really matter because they're all going to rotate. And yeah, we're going to see whoever ends up. Looks like. Yeah, exactly. Especially the first, like, four weeks. Whoever ends up, like, stepping up and they're like, okay, dude's making plays. Like, they're going to get more playing time. But in the first three or four games, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of uh, of rotating, which I like. Yeah. Especially if you're running this high octane offense like Leach is doing, because those receivers are running like you know mid to deep routes almost every time. So getting right. them in and out and keeping them fresh is a big thing. Yeah, if you're a corner, th- this offense is your worst nightmare. Yeah, you know pl- <laughs> playing out playing Bama or Georgia, it's not as big a deal because they're deep at those positions and they can also sub guys. But most teams do not have four or five corners. That, that are, you know, all really solid that can cover SEC receivers. Uh, so, I mean, like, think about the Auburn game last year. You know, we're getting drilled in the first half, 28-3. to three, You know, get one solid score before halftime. And third quarter, man, we score on the first drive, and they were just tired. I mean, you could just see they had their hands on their shoulders, you know, hands on their helmet, just walking around. Like, they were gassed, and, and it was like, it was over. You could just tell, like they were, they folded, and we hurt Bo Nix, and it was even more confirmed. Yeah. So we got, we got to do that to teams, because um, like I said, outside of Bama and Georgia, I don't think there's any. I mean, LSU's got the athletes, but they're so, they're so young that I just don't see it. Um, but that being said, let's get into the schedule, uh, just week by week here, and just compare um, how you and I think it's going to go as of uh, as of two days before kickoff. So. Obviously, we got Memphis 
in Starkville this weekend. Nighttime kickoff. Um, revenge game. Don't really want to speak of it last year. I was there. Uh, conference basically put out a statement saying that um, the win was illegitimate and uh, the punt was trash, but we're going to just not talk about it anyway. Um, Ridley was uh, out of bounds. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's one of the, it's one of those situations. It's one of those really out of situations that I'll I will hold on to for the rest of my life. But real, I will feel a lot better about it if we get the win Saturday. I've got the dogs by fourteen. I think the spread is set at sixteen right now. Um, so I think Memphis will cover, but I think State wins by fourteen. What do you think? Um, I actually had State by ten. I just think I don't know. I hate Memphis, and they always play us way better than they are and it pisses me off but the nighttime it davis way does make me feel a little bit better about it and i think it's the first game of the year i think we're still going to be you know trying to figure out what are what receivers go where and when and you know how we're going to swap everybody around all the time uh there's still some question marks on the low line and everything and i i don't know i just think 10 is a good number right now for me i hope i hope we you said it was 16 on the spread yeah, I, I think the line is sixteen or sixteen and a half. Yeah, but. obviously. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, you know, Memphis is a, you know a D, like a really solid you know G five program, especially the last decade. Um, you know, they've beaten Ole Miss twice. Uh, you, you know, they they've been ranked and had college game day here and there. I think they're down this year. The guy that tore us up last year at receiver, uh, I think Calvin Olson is his name. He's gone. He's in the NFL. Um, so they still got the QB. Uh, I think is a sophomore, richer sophomore. Um, but I'm kind of with you. Like, I think the defense is going to be there for us. Uh, I'm really not concerned about them. I can see this being like a lower scoring game, like something weird, like a like a 31 to 17 type deal. Um, I don't think they're going to score on as much, but I don't really think we're going to come out just like, you know, guns blazing, uh, just you know, clicking. I feel like we got a couple kinks to work out. You mean we're not gonna um, have game one against LSU, uh, like we did two years ago? I mean, if Memphis decides to run the drop eight, you know, go for it. Um, because LSU couldn't do it with all their athletes and uh, what did KJ Costello hit six hundred and twenty three yards. Over six hundred twenty three yards is the SEC single game passing record, That's and great. and then he didn't play until the the season. yeah, and well, yeah, and then he uh, got hurt. Uh, against Arkansas, and then he got hurt again against Bama. And God bless his soul, he was honestly talented, but like he already had concussion problems at Stanford. And I, I honestly think like dude needs to go like get some CAT scans. And uh, he's with the Chargers right now on their practice team, so I'm surprised. But anyway, God bless his health. Um, anyway, Will Rogers is the story. Um, uh, but yeah, I can see us putting up just like a modest like. 31 points, defense doing good, forcing a couple turnovers. Um, so you and I both have Memphis covering the spread, uh, which, uh, I mean, I'm Vegas, you know, they're not biased, and they have us by 16 uh, or 16 and a half. So, they, you know, they if Vegas has faith in us, then, you know, I, I feel pretty good about it. Um, so the next week, uh, we're at Arizona. It is a 10 p.m. kickoff. This is definitely a trap game. I, Arizona blew last year. They'll probably be a little better this year. I think they won four games last year. Uh, I've got State by 21, but I, I it makes me nervous. Yeah. Um, I don't 
I I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I don't know anything about Arizona football. Uh, not <laughs> not many people you know um, east of the Mississippi do. So it's okay. So um, being at Arizona, and it's uh 10 p.m. kickoff for us, right? So that'd be yeah, 10 p.m. Central time. So is that 8 p.m. Arizona time? I think so. Are they on? Are they on? I can't remember. They may be. They may be Pacific. It's in. It's in Tucson. I, I can't um, remember if that's if that's Pacific or if that's Mountain Time, but so it's either nine o'clock or eight o'clock for them. But still, um, yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about them. I just put fourteen state state by fourteen. Uh, I just think because we're going to be traveling all the way over there. Uh, it's at their place, and I didn't really know much about them. I knew we were a better team, and we're we're supposed to beat them, but. That's about it, you know. So, yeah, it's a two-hour uh, time difference. I just looked it up. Okay, so they uh, are. But, yeah, I'll be cu- I'll be curious if we, you know, like if we go like Wednesday and like try and get acclimated to the time change. I'm kind of kind of wondering how that's going to go down. I don't um, think time change is as do. big a deal as the drier climate and uh, the. Well, uh, yeah, that too. But it should it should benefit us because the air is much, you know, drier and. Not so sticky. I would think that our guys would go there and love that. Yeah, um, uh, until they get dehydrated quicker. That's that's what I'm. Yeah, I mean that, that's fair. But it, it being, I mean, it being eight o'clock, I I think, I don't know. I I don't know. I've never been to Arizona. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so following week, um, in Death Valley at LSU, I'm not I'm not big on Brian Kelly. They also Miles Brennan left the team. You know. Uh, Pretty sure that I don't even know who's playing quarterback for them this weekend. They have more questions. LSU has more questions to be answered than I think any team in the conference this year. Maybe Florida, but it's close. Yeah. Um, I've got state by seven. I'm glad that we catch them early. I don't think they're going to have their stuff figured out. I understand that it's going to be a, a packed Death Valley, but I, I just, dude, I just. They don't have a like, time for that game announced yet, do they? I think it. I think it's like a six o'clock. Oh, they do have a time. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's six. I will double check. You give me your take, and I'm gonna look it up. I actually have uh, state by seven as well. Um, that's because kind of the same, the same, uh, like I guess thought process went in that I don't know much about LSU, but just because LSU doesn't know much about LSU, I don't really know how that they're. I mean, they definitely have the talent. Can they get it together by game three with a new coach? Who knows? Uh, I'm not big on Brian Kelly. I mean, he, I ever since I saw him dancing and doing all that dumb crap and talking Southern, I've hated him. Open uh, his recruit. Yeah, so that that's weird. That's weird behavior. We don't allow that in, in SEC football. That's, that's unacceptable. Um, the guy, he is he did well with Notre Dame, but I don't feel like almost doing well with Notre Dame is, isn't that hard because you don't play like you don't play in a conference. Yeah. You don't play in a conference. So build a bigger schedule. Anytime they did real well and met an SEC team, granted it was Georgia or Alabama, but still they met them in, uh, in the playoffs or something. They just got skull drug. Like it wasn't even close. It wasn't even a fun game to watch. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to acclimate himself to LSU, uh, to SEC ball. Uh, but we'll see. But, you know, just by that, I think uh, State state uh, edges him out in that game three. 
Yeah, I think he's in a and for a rude awakening. Um, and I think a lot of his staff is guys he brought from Notre Dame. So it's probably going to be a learning curve. I'm not saying that he like he's going to get fired in two years because, you know, he could figure it out. But it feels very Jimbo Fisher-esque. Like, he's just going to get here and be like average, which yeah. average doesn't cut it at LSU. No. You know, they, they fired Ed, Ed Orgeron two years after he won a national title. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, no. I mean, it's like in baseball, too. You know, average does not cut it at LSU. Their boosters and their fans do not accept it. Okay. L- yes, LSU's fans have uh, – they are not showing up the way they should. And they love football more than they do baseball. So, what, I mean, what does that tell you about how – much pressure is on him for this job. I mean, you got you got to he's got he's got two years to probably get a eight or nine win season out, and I don't think that's happening for them this year. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll definitely see how it goes. So we both had them by sevens. So we're on the same page there. Uh, following week is Bowling Green at State. Um, probably not really much we need to talk about this. I know Bowling Green's not like poop, but uh. You know, I got stayed by 35. I got us by 21. Okay. A little more respectable. Following week, we'll both be there. Um, one of our more complete games last year was against A&M uh, in College Station the week before they beat Bama. Uh, we beat them. Uh, it's A&M in Starkville. Uh, I got the dogs by 10. How about yourself? Uh, I actually have us by 14 against uh, A&M. Uh, I okay. really, I mean, we always play A&M good. Uh, I think since they joined the SEC, we're tied record five and five, I believe. Um, I, uh, yeah, they joined in 12. I think since Manziel, we've definitely split the series. I know Manziel got us both time, but yeah, it's pretty much 500. It's been split. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I got a good feeling about it. My girlfriend's coming to Starkville. This will be her first time. She went to Texas A&M. She's never been to another SEC football like atmosphere, stadium, anything. So all she yep. knows is Kyle Field. So I'm excited to show her, you know, uh, Davis Wade. I almost said Duty Noble. But I'll take her over there and show her that stadium too. Uh, but uh, uh, I told her I'd get her a cowbell. She said no. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, about the game. Uh, she may uh, like it more than she thinks. Yeah, I really think uh, – I mean, A&M has a great recruiting class last year. I know they have a crap ton of talent. They had a crap ton of talent last year. They were, I mean, talent is not what was lacking at A&M last year. Um, so with the Jimbo Fisher thing, you know, I don't know. There's been a lot of bad blood between him and Saban, and I think that's been funny to watch. And I want to see. I, I'm definitely watching that game this year. That's going to be interesting. Um, no doubt. Bama by 50. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I feel good about it. I say we win by two scores, 14. <clears throat> yeah, that's fair. A&M is kind of in a similar boat as LSU. Like, they have talent. They're a little bit more experienced than LSU, but they don't have a QB. Yeah. Like, you know, I could completely change my thoughts about A&M in two weeks. If they had just come out with somebody that I've just not heard of, this just to lighten it up. But until further notice, if you don't have a QB, I'm I'm automatically not, you know, you're not going to fare well in my rankings. Uh, so, and especially it being historical, I, they just, you know, they haven't, uh, let's see. Okay. So they beat us in 20 in historical and that was, that was Jimbo's best year. They were like nine and one uh, in the COVID year. So 
they got us once, and then Fitzgerald beat them three times in a row, including when they were number four in the country. And then we beat them in 14, Dak. So they, outside of the COVID year, they have not beat us in Starkville since Johnny Manziel in 2012. I like that stat. We're rolling with it. Hammer it. Hammer it, Hammer dog. <laughs> Hammer it. Uh, unless Johnny Manziel is coming back and is not on cocaine, I, I think the dog's got it. Well, the cocaine uh, might fa- actually help. You, know, you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it may for a quarter until he has a heart attack. Um, following week, uh, this is a good little little back-to-back stretch here. Arkansas at MSU. Um, this, this moment is brought to you by people that have fall weddings. Do not do it, or you will be off my friends list. So... <laughs> I will miss this wedding, uh, or I will miss this game because of a wedding. Uh, I like, uh, you know, this game was a really competitive, fun game last year. We honestly should have won it. Uh, Traylon Burks fell. Uh, he was not pushed over, and that would have ended the game. But, you know, just add it to the list of calls we never get. So, uh, at home, uh, no Traylon Burks. Uh, I got State by three. I think it's going to be a tight one. It is going to be a tight one, and for some reason, I just – do not feel good about this game, and I actually have us dropping this game by three the other way. Uh, Arky pulling yeah. it out by three. I know that hurt me because I Arkansas. I want to win that game really bad, but for some reason I feel weird about it. Uh, their quarterback is very experienced; he's very good, uh, and I feel like I I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. I just for some reason feel like. No, I, I get this feeling. If, too. if, if I, I feel like we're gonna drop that game. Yep. That's fair, and you know, in the way I have it right now is state starting six and zero. Yeah, and I don't, you know, if I had to be a bet, if I had to be a betting man, I would say that we're not going to start six and zero. But I think we're better than all these teams. But statistically, we're gonna, we're probably gonna drop one of these, uh, either LSU, A and M, or Arkansas. I feel really good about A and M. I think LSU or Arkansas uh, is a coin toss. I think we'll probably get one. And lose one, not sure which, but I still think we're better teams than both. That's why I have us just on paper uh, beating them both. Right. So you got you got us losing by three, you got us winning by three. We both agree it's going to be a really tight game. Um, so the next the next week is the one I'm worried about uh, at Kentucky. Kentucky actually returns the least amount of pr- uh, starting production than anybody else in the conference, but everybody likes Will Levis. I don't. I think he's okay. I think he's a good athlete. Um, but the, I have us losing by 10 and the sole purpose is because it's at UK and the home team has won the, this matchup. I think the last like five or six years. Yeah, that's true. Except for, uh, not last year, but two years ago we were at Kentucky and that was a game that we very easily could have won and should have won. And I don't know. I'm feeling, yeah, I, I actually point. feel, I, I am very nervous about the game. Kind of like how you said, uh, Kentucky makes me nervous, uh, but I think I, I have us winning by three. I think we pull it off in Louisville by three. Okay. You mean Lexington? Yeah, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're not they're playing. Only, they're, they're only an hour away. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that team has been admitted to the SEC, but the way things are going, they probably will eventually. So, uh, yeah, you and I are opposite on these last two weeks, but we have, both have us going one and one in the stretch. Um not sure how much to say about this next one. MSU at Bama. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Bama's the be- they're the best team in the country. I mean, this is not any slight to state at all. I mean, they, I don't. Maybe Ohio State can 
you know, play with him. But Bama, they're just they're returning so much. They're returning a, they're returning the Heisman winner, and they're returning the guy that should have won the Heisman over him, and Will Anderson, because he's one of the nastiest defensive players I've seen in a long time. Um, so that being said, uh, you know they're gonna have the running backs. You know they're gonna have the receivers. You know the line's gonna be great. You know the defense is gonna be great. You got the QB, and you got the you know the, the stars on defense that really just take over a game. Uh, you know, I, I was being modest here because I think Saban has been respectable towards state and has no bad blood towards state. Uh, I've got Bama by twenty four. Uh, I have Bama by a million, but uh, <clears throat> if I had to put it, I I, I think twenty four is a good number. I'd say maybe low twenties around there because I, I I do feel what you're meaning about like Saban has never like just ran up the score on us just to do it. I feel like if he had the chance, he would absolutely do that to A and M this year. He would just run mm-hmm. it up and not even think twice about it. But I don't oh, think he's going to beat us into the dirt too bad. Uh, he's definitely going to beat us handily, but I don't think it's going to be you know by like forty five or anything like that. So yeah. Um, and like, I, you know, and I think our defense can still like, you know, get, like get some stops. I don't see them just, you know, blowing over it. Uh, and, and we actually moved the ball against them last year. Um, we just couldn't get in the end zone. Uh, you know, we actually had a decent amount of yardage, yardage and stuff, but also, uh, you know, going to the score, this, uh, this game is later in the year. Uh, Bama's probably going to want to be resting some guys around this time. So I just don't, I don't see just saving just keeping the hammer down um unless we have a uh assistant coach that is like a you know saving protege that i don't know about which i almost positively don't um that's the times that he really likes to thrash somebody uh but yeah i just i don't see him you know making it uh too gross um so we're pretty much on the same page there uh man this one just lights me up next week auburn at state i don't know if Auburn is becoming Tennessee, as far as fans, Tennessee, but the for, West. yes, they're becoming the Tennessee. Though for some reason they think that Auburn is just like going to go nine and three. Auburn uh, has been a dumpster fire the entire offseason. And why did what? What is their? See, they is, tried to get Harson fired. They literally made up a Harson like sex scandal to get their coach fired, and then realized they couldn't get anybody else. So they said, "Oh." My bad. Uh, you can stay. Yeah, Auburn's just been a dumpster fire all offseason. I don't see them having a very good season this year, and that's why I got us by fourteen. Yeah, I got a. Uh, I got stayed by seventeen. Um, there. You know, Auburn decided. I think yesterday, T.J. Finley is going to be the starter. Uh, he's trash. Like, <laughs> I don't like to like slander young men, but I'm pretty sure he got a DUI like last month. Um, and I don't, I have no idea. Like, I don't think he got any suspension, nothing. So, and, uh, you know, he came in after Bo Nix got hurt and he just, I mean, he played a good game against Bama. You know, Auburn always plays Bama well, even when they're bad, but he was not impressive to me. He's one of those guys that just has a gun, but is like, he's probably going to throw like three picks a game. Like he's just, he's sloppy. He just throws it up prayers. Now he'll probably put your, put his head down and run, run somebody over, but. Uh, it's going to be the Tank Bixby show. I mean, they're going to give Tank probably 30 carries a game, and they should because he's that good. But after after Tank on offense, that's pretty much it. I mean, their defense will be solid, but it's, you know, 
when you're on the field all game, you know, their defense is going to get tired. It doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I got I got State by 17. Uh, you know, we we embarrassed them last year. I mean, they're <laughs> – I love – that's my favorite game uh, last year by far. I oh, mean, yeah. they're – their, their fans and the students left like before halftime. You know, they thought they had it in the bag. And I loved how confident our players were down 25 points. Uh, I think it was um, Jameer Calvin scored the, our first TD to make it 28 to 10. And he, he put his hand up on the face mask, like shushing the crowd. And they, and, like, they laughed at him. And he, dude, he just knew. He was like, man. And uh, there's a, a clip of, of Leach in the huddle saying, uh, if you execute, they will not stop you. Yeah. And I, I think after that, we scored uh, five straight drives. It was beautiful. I was watching it, it was awesome. last year, and it was it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It was awesome. I mean, that's how yeah. that's how good our offense can be if, like mm-hmm. Leach said, if we execute. Yeah, so much about the air raid is just being in a rhythm. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard to explain, but it's just like when it's going, it's going, and when it's not, it's not. Uh, so like to like to keep that train rolling as much as possible this year. Um, feel really good about that game at home, though, for sure. Okay, uh, another game that I'm gonna miss, and I'm really mad about it because I've been waiting on it for a couple years. Uh, Georgia has somehow hosted us three straight meetings, and I don't think we've hosted them since like 2004. And I will be in a wedding this week too. Um, I don't know. Dude, I know Georgia's defense is gonna be good. Dude, with all, all these weddings, this is ridiculous. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, uh, Tell uh, schedule anyway. on away games. <laughs> yeah, uh, Manning Miller. If you're hearing this, I know you're in. Uh, I'm in your wedding, but um, why would you do this to me, bro? Okay. Anyway, so I, you know, Georgia's gonna be good on D. I mean, they lost a ton to the NFL, but you know they're going to reload. Uh, you know Kirby's a good defensive coach. Um, Stetson Bennett, say what you will, dude's a grinder. Uh, and now he's, like, thugged out. He, like, shaved his head, and he's, like, tatted up. So, like, he looks like he would, you know. I heard he like, got a cell phone, too. Oh, yeah, maybe not the jitterbug. Um, <laughs> anyway, good for him, though. What, what, a, what a bro. Uh, Garrett Schrader was actually like that as well. Uh, if you remember, I think he came to college. He did not have a phone at all, and um, I think school like made him get one so he could get like the practice text or something like that. Really? Uh, yeah. Because um, said friend that's getting married in two weeks of ours, remember, uh, remember was like kind of like low key dating him for a short amount of time. Oh yeah, I forgot you know that? about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's how I know. But anyway, Garrett's cool, dude. Uh, I've got UGA by seventeen. Uh, I have them by 14. Okay. Um, I, I think uh, we score. I don't know what the final score will be. I think we score maybe once or twice. May, or It may be more than that. I don't know. But I feel like our defense is going to hold, and our defense is going to hold probably. Uh, I don't think it'll be like a blowout by any means, like 14. I don't think it'll be a super high-scoring game, uh, but I think their, their defense is going to hold us to less than – uh, our defense will be able to hold them, and we're not going to be able to outscore them on offense with their D right there. That's, I don't think so. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think their defensive the, line will probably win the game. Yeah, for them, He's on. Uh, we're winning against Georgia train, and uh, I don't know if I can get on that one yet. 
Yeah, and this is completely fluid. I mean, Georgia could come out and look just nothing like how they looked last year. Yeah, uh, it was it was only two years ago season. that we yeah that we went to Athens with thirty eight players, and you know you, you and I were together uh, that weekend because we were at a wedding then too, surprisingly, and uh, we went to the bar after that game and we lost by seven points. Yeah, and um, with thirty eight players and, and they were all like all freshmen and sophomores. So I mean. We'll see. It, it it it's more about what Georgia has and it's what we have. Yeah. So we'll find uh, out. Them um, being at home makes me feel good. I hope we can get a good slot for a night game. Yeah, like if we're seven and two at that point in the season, uh, I think we'll get a decent time slot playing Georgia. Uh, so I, you know, hope and pray that that's the case, and that'd be really nice to have a nice like, you know, at least late afternoon night game for Georgia to come into Davis Wade. I think it would it would help out a lot. Yeah, man, uh, I would love, like, if Georgia's undefeated and we were 7-2, I would love to get college game day back, man. Um, that, that was just a religious experience when I was in high school. Uh, that would be super fun. Be a great, a really great upset, too. Uh, yeah. If that goes down. Uh, so, next week, pretty sure it's homecoming. Got ETSU, clapped them last year. I think it was like 45-7 to seven or something. Anyway, uh, I've got us about 41. Uh, I got us about 24. Dang, son. Yeah, well, you know. Come out there and drag balls. Look, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I hope we, I hope we win by 41 or whatever you said, but, you know, I just, I'm being, uh, what's the word, uh, can't think of the word. Conservative. Now. Yeah, conservative. That's what I'm trying to be. But we'll see. Uh, you know, this is all preseason. I haven't seen anything, so I think, you know, each week we'll go through this. And uh, we'll probably, each week before the games, re-up what we've said about this. And, you know, we'll, our opinions will definitely change throughout the year. So we're, we'll just see how it goes. This is That's a long way away. That's the second to last weekend. No, we I didn't even have the first one, you know? I know. I'm just going off what I saw last year. Fair enough. But uh, anyway, not a lot to say about them. So going on to the Egg Bowl. Thursday, all on Thursday, short week. I will note, Ole Miss has a much tougher opponent the week before than we do. Kind of opposite of last year, I think. I don't remember. I think, uh, or Ole Miss had the week off last year. They had like twice as long to prepare than we did. And I'm trying to see who they have. Arkansas. Uh, they do. Yep, Arkansas. Good call. So that'll be a great matchup because that game's always good. It's been good for like the last ten years. Yeah. So, uh, and it's uh, should be at Arkansas. Should be in Fayetteville. Um, so we'll have like a coaster pad up game, and they will have a a tough game. Um, Ole Miss is probably the third be- biggest question mark team this year behind uh, LSU and Florida, um, and maybe A and M. So maybe four. But I'm I'm not sold on Dart. I don't think Ole Miss fans are sold on Dart. Uh, dude has nine college touchdowns and like 1500 yards and five picks and everybody's acting like he's the second coming of Eli Manning. Uh, I just got, I got to see it, dude. Like I, if it was me off of what I know right now, I would go Luke Altmaier. Um, I think, I think Lane Kiffin could make Luke really good and like a, and like a solid option pro option style, like, uh, offense. Um, and definitely tweak it up from from kind of gunslinging like corralled it last year. 
Uh, I think Ole Miss fans are just really like kind of disrespecting how good Corral was for them and not really taking into like account for like his loss. Yeah. They just um, think uh, they can take Corral out, put somebody else in, and they're just going to go be just as good yeah, as they were last yeah. year. And it, I don't see it's that. Not, it's not plug and play, man. Like, and they also played this portal game. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It may work out for them. It may not. But uh, they're going to, like, it's basically a case study what they did. They got, like, 21 guys out of the portal. Uh, and I think only signed, like, 10 guys out of high school. I mean, it's something super weird. Like, he, they lost a bunch, and he just went in the portal and said, I'm not going to grind it out. Like, I'm going to, I'm just going to get guys now. And, you know, obviously playing late in the year, so, like, they should have their chemistry down. But there's no telling what we could see the first couple of weeks out of them. Yeah. Um. That being said, it's in Oxford. Leach has lost his two egg bowls. He's got to win this one. This is this is the must win on the schedule, obviously. Um, Arkansas is probably another one because he's lost both of them too. I think uh, think State's up and Ole Miss is down. And that Arkansas game uh, four days before is really going to hurt him. I got State by nine. Uh, I got State by 14 in that game. Feeling good about this year. But I do have a question uh, about what you said. Uh, say we're eight and three going into that game, we mm-hmm. drop that egg bowl again. We finish the season yeah. eight and four. Uh, we go. To, we get an okay bowl, eight and four, and we lose the egg bowl three years in a row. What happens? Leach it. Leach isn't gone, right? Or is he? I think it depends on the bowl game. I think if he were to win the bowl game and go nine and four, he's definitely getting by with it. Um, but he's on the, he's on the quote unquote hot seat. Like if he were to go six and six next year after losing that gone, yeah, it's gone. And you like, I, I don't, man, I can't remember the last time either side, or I definitely can't remember the last time state lost three in a row. So that's another reason I'm taking state. Like, I just don't, I just don't see it. Like I, I know he didn't do well against Washington, but. I just don't see it, man. I just don't. And another it, big thing about the case study you're talking about with Ole Miss, it'd be getting so many guys out of the transfer portal instead of high school. And yeah. that is, I think, going to bode not well for the rivalry in the sense that like, they won't care. They won't care as much. And and I've, I was, I think I, we had the same conversation last year or earlier in the year on the podcast talking about baseball and getting guys out of the transfer portal instead of people like Jake Mangum and uh, Tanner Allen that have been there every year. And it's, you know, they have grown up and know how important that series is to fans on both sides, you know? So that's a good point. uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. Uh, I'm excited about this year. Uh, So it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's so funny how the perspective has changed for me because, like, I I used to hate everything about Ole Miss, um, and I still hate most things about Ole Miss. But I mean, I'm be I, I'm gonna be straight. I like Kiffin. I really do. Oh yeah. Uh, I think he's interesting. I think he's a troll. I think he's I think he's pretty smart. Um, he's obviously a good coach. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm genuinely intrigued. I mean, I want them to I want them to I, be bad. But, I feel like uh, he's everything. Tony Vitello, 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 whatever. Vitello, Vitello. I think Kiffin is everything Tony is, but the good parts about being like a quote unquote like kind of douchey 
guy, but, but he's not, not. But he's not but, like an a hole. Yeah, like but Kiffin's him. not like he he comes across like if you just look at him. But I mean, he's a he's just, he's just a troll. Yeah, he's a troll and he's and a nice that. guy and all. Yeah, uh, and then Tony is just just a d bag. Yeah, yeah. Screw screw Tony B. Um, but yeah, I'm curious. Uh, curious to see how Lane handles things. It's gonna be a big change for him. How many um, clipboards get thrown? You know, you know, is he gonna make a popcorn uh, comment again and then get blown out by Bama uh, by forty-five? Um, is he actually gonna kick field goals this year, or is he gonna go for it on fourth down like ninety percent of the time? Um, I seriously doubt he does that without uh, an- analytics, bro. Without Corral, yeah, yeah without I don't know. Uh, but dude, he was—I mean, he was—he was hard for that last year. It was, yeah, and the year before. Amazing. Yeah, but it, I I don't know. I felt like last year he was just like like a little well not a little. He was way too confident on the fourth down stuff. Yeah, but you know, to each his own. Anyway, so uh, what does that does that leave you at eight and four or nine and three? Uh, that leaves me at nine and three. Okay, so I on paper we're Archie, Bama, and Georgia. Yeah, so on paper we're both nine and three, but uh, my just my gut tells me like I was saying earlier that um. That we will drop either LSU or Arkansas. Uh, coin toss. Think we'll win one, lose one. I really think we'll go eight and four, and uh, the bowl game is just TBD because obviously I don't know who it is. Um, and I think that would be a good year because nor- in a normal year, you know, anybody else in the East, I would feel good about other than Georgia. So it kind of blows that in our good year we're drawing Georgia. Um, but who knows? Maybe they won't be as good as I think, and maybe we'll beat them. Uh, I don't really care well, to play Florida anymore now that Mullen's gone. It doesn't mean as much. I don't, yeah, I don't either. Um, I'm curious to see what Billy will do, but I would, re- I really wish, I, re- I really would like to play Tennessee this year, yeah, uh, at home. But um, you know, we gotta wait like seven years for that because the way that everything's set up. So, unfortunately. Uh, anyway, man, I'm excited about it. Um, I think this is gonna be our best defense since 2018. Uh, I'm excited to see Mike Leach's year threes have always gone uh really well and in, in improvements um so hopefully i see you saturday uh you have any more thoughts not really uh i'm just i'm excited to see some football i haven't you know uh i'm definitely a more baseball oriented guy but uh i do love some sec football some college football just in general and uh, i'm really excited to see uh see this year i think we have a good chance of having a really good year uh you know for Mississippi State standards, at least. So I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, since it's fall and not spring, um, we're going to do the uh, the kickoff song of the week. And uh, nothing to, to start a steamy, hot September <laughs> Saturday than a, a good thund- a Thunderstruck uh, pass-around game at the kickoff. So your kickoff song of the week is Thunderstruck by ACDC. Y'all take it easy. Thank <laughs> you.